Justin. What's up, man? Do you want to finally talk about a game after months and months and months? I know, it's a big event. Look, I even wore my shirt today. Nice, I wish I would have wore mine. Uh, not, a, not a new shirt, the old yeah, style. Yeah, the old style, two dudes in an S shirt. Fox, Fox dude shirt. Yeah, yeah. I, I still love our old logo. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He did, Pretty Fox sweet. dude did a good job on it. It's not really an old yeah. logo to two dudes in S, though. I mean, it is our logo. It's just, it's not the Bit Brothers, but. Right. So tonight... We're talking about Goonies 2. It was a Patreon pick from Dude and D with the guarantee. Uh, he guarantees <laughs> this is going to be a good episode. So, good episode or good game? Because I that's a that's a bold guarantee to say good episode. I don't know. Well, we were going to get Andy on to uh, join us, and he could have said either here or there. But uh, I guess I guess we'll just say good game. Since Andy, if Andy was here, he would guarantee the episode would be good. But yeah, yeah, okay. Since it's just the two of us, a couple schlubs, we'll uh, we'll say that the, <laughs> the episode may or may not be uh, worth listening to. So, yeah, well, yeah. All right, so it's been a while. Uh, catching up, we need to do. I feel like there's probably catching. Up. I don't know. I, the you know, the age of nineteen barrels on, but football's back, which is exciting. Okay, I haven't watched um, any football. I watched a little NFL, watched a little bit of the Thursday night game, watched some games today. The Bears come back today. They were down 23 to 6 and won 27 to 23. Do they have any like special face masks or anything on while they're playing? No, you know, it's interesting. They tested every single player and every single like personnel, I guess, that's involved, and nobody tested positive this week. And. Nobody's positive, but did the coaches and everybody still like wear masks? Yeah. But the the players aren't wearing anything. Well, some of them like wear a mask if they're like on the sideline. Just, but you know, for the most part, they don't wear anything. Um, you would think that this, but, it, I mean, like it would be the thing. Football would be the one where they'd be running into each other and breathing all in each other's faces and stuff. Yeah, definitely going to be the most contact. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I still, you know, I, I just I to the, kind of agree though, that if they're like just around each other, it's probably yeah. less risk than whatever. Yeah. You know? Right. But, uh, college is back. Not many colleges, but, uh, now that, uh, the other colleges are back and, uh, play and the big tens decided, eh, well, maybe we'll actually play. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we'll see. So, you know, and I don't have uh, high hopes for the for the Vols this year. Mainly, not because of the team. I think the team's going to be the best it's been in a while. It's because of our schedule. We're basically, getting no easy games. Right. So yeah, it's going to be tough. So, uh, did you? Are you going this year? What did no. you do with your okay, tickets? Okay, so I guess yeah. Last episode we were talking about what are they going to do with our tickets. So I'll follow up with yeah. that. So that the tickets uh, they gave you, um, they gave you like three options. One is so they're doing twenty five percent capacity, right? Mm-hmm, right. Uh, and the they're going to give them out in kind of like a lottery fashion. But if mm-hmm. you get them, you get them for the whole season. And it's weighted towards the people who donate the most. So we're like we're like on the <laughs> low end of the donors, you know. We just, we'll uh-huh. pay, we donate just enough to keep our season tickets and stuff. So so 
that's option one is the way you can get in the lottery if you get the tickets it's just like normal you pay for them you go to the game although your seat will be different because they're spacing you out with the 25 percent capacity mm-hmm. so i don't really know how all that's going to work but and no, our luck our low donation we'd end up in the nosebleeds in like the double d section or something you know? <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but yeah. anyways, so that that was option one. Option two is, well, it's the same as option one, except for if you don't get it, they just refund your money. So, or you could just straight up ask for a refund. They'd refund you. So there's that. And then option three is they just roll it over into next year. So you could just say, yeah, uh, I've already paid. So just keep it and just let me pick back up next year, which that's the one we picked. So we just, so they're just going to take our donation and our money f- that we paid this year to have our season tickets and just, Use it for next year. You know, that's fair, but, you know, I, I wonder, like, how that's going to transition into, like, how the, the athletic departments operate. Because, theoretically, their their budgets are still the same. Right. And they're basically going to operate on a lot less money because of Pretty much a lot of the people that I know that have season tickets are doing the same thing you're doing. They're just saying push it to next year. Do you think there's going to be a there's got to be a budget shortfall? Yeah, uh, but maybe if maybe they can, maybe they can kind of space it out because they'll still have the money technically. You know what I mean? And they, yeah. and they, they'll be able to predict that they won't have it next year or something. You know what I mean? Like maybe they'll take yeah. it since they didn't expect it this year. They'll take it this year and then plan for next year to not have it or something. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah, yeah. Maybe just kind of yeah. shift the money around a little bit. I mean, I, or spend it all this year and then, and then not have a season next year. Yeah. We were broke. Spend it all this year <laughs> and then ask for more next year, right? Right. Well, that's probably <laughs> that's actually probably the most accurate of what's going to happen. Ticket sales will just increase or something. Yeah. Because the seventy five percent, the the seventy five percent next year, ticket prices are going to be higher. Yeah, is what how they'll, how they'll make up for right. it. You think we'll even get to seventy five percent next year? I, I'm I'm having my doubts at this point. <laughs> oh, you're talking about like, like are they going to get the? Oh yeah, you know I I honestly think that well you know uh, you know I think we talked about this last pod, but not the not the drawing on about this, but this isn't going away really anytime soon. Right. And, you know, we've, we've kind of committed to this and even a vaccine will not, I mean, unless we just hit strike gold, which is almost impossible and get one as, as good as like the measles vaccine, which there's a lot of factors that go into that. But unless we just really knock it out of the park with the ver- first couple of vaccines, they're not going to be 100% effective. A lot of people are already said they're not going to get it. So this isn't going anywhere. No. Um, we're living with it for the next, at least, you know, pandemics, you borrow pandemics. If you look at the history, you usually burn out 18 months, two years. So by the end of next year is what we're looking at. So, yeah. All right. Well, no more, no more 19 talk. No more 19 talk, we're, even though I may have it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It turns out you may, you may have it. We'll see. I've been exposed. <laughs> In quarantine, that just means we get to do a podcast, though, because you're not working your butt That's off, right? right? So. No, 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 no. They made it clear I'm quarantined when I'm not working, but I have to still work. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. <laughs> Which makes zero. Yeah, yeah. it makes no sense. But it, you know, it is what it is. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Um. That, that, so, that's fair. I mean, I, 
whenever I got uh, potentially exposed, because I, I I was potential like a few months ago, I was just still. Yeah. They were like, oh well, I mean, you're working from home anyway, so just keep working. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's what it yeah. works. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, hey, so uh, on a, I, I got uh, I got a lighter note. Uh, I'm really late to the party, but uh, my wife and I watched Bridesmaids for the first time and uh, tonight, and I thought it was hilarious. I've it been, looks funny. I've, I've been, been watched it. I've been uh, I've been not I've been neglecting it or not neglecting, but I've been avoiding it because I thought it was like a chick flick because it's a bunch of chicks being bridesmaids or whatever. But no, it's actually a really funny movie. I won't spoil it for mm. you, but I will say you need to watch it. And, and when I when I there's the airplane scene, and you'll know what I'm talking about when you watch it. You'll you'll be like, okay. yeah, Mike Mike did mention the airplane scene, and it, it's hilarious. But anyways, yeah. So that's, oh, that's there's awesome. so many things I want to watch. I just never, never do. But um, I, you mentioned lottery a minute ago. I want to say this. I took a little. I did a little gambling at work the other day. It was kind of a, <laughs> an exciting activity during my work that day. Sounds, uh, sounds totally so, legal. <laughs> well, I was in. I was in the workroom, right, or the break room, and uh, there's a vending machine there, and I was using the Keurig, making some coffee. And I look over at the vending machine and I see a bag of cookies hanging. Right? Okay. So like it's been bought, but it didn't is yeah. you know, it lodged it hung there. Oh yeah, I've been there. I was like I was like, ooh. And normally I wouldn't buy these cookies. <laughs> They're a little pricey, but I know like a dollar twenty five. They're like a dollar twenty five, right? And I'm like, I wouldn't buy these cookies if I'm picking a snack. If I'm going to this vending machine and I'm picking a snack, it's not gonna be the cookies. But I have an opportunity here to get a two for one. So I was like, I gotta go for it, right? You can't walk away from that. And that one fell and the the next one hung. I only got one. It was so disappointing. And then you're, so stuck disappointing. With, you're stuck with cookies you didn't even really want. I didn't even really want them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there so many times. I did that with, yeah. uh, I like candy bars. That always happens to me where it's like hanging sideways or something. Like it's about to fall. Yeah. And, uh, but it's, it just so happens to be like a baby Ruth or something. And I'm thinking, ugh. I mean, I'd much rather have a Milky Way, but. I think I'm gonna go for that paper. <laughs> gotta two. go for the twofer. <laughs> gotta go for the twofer. I do wonder uh, how, how does the how does the the person who goes for that twofer how do they line up with somebody who's also like a prone to taking the gamble? You know, mm-hmm. like is that same person the same person who's gonna go to Vegas and just like put all their money in the slots? And just... <laughs> right, right. It's that you got to go for it. Uh, who knows? It's a mystery. Hey, so all right. We need to stop talking about all this random stuff. Uh, and, uh, you know, we talked about a movie. Uh, Goonies is a movie. But Goonies 2 was not. It was just a game. I bet there's some good history behind this. You would think. But there's not that much. But there is some history. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Um, hey, time out. I just realized something. I didn't put any of the in-between clips in the last episode. Uh, that was well, like, it wasn't about a game, though. Okay. Anyways, that? continue yeah, on. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just realized, um, I guess I think I think I just realized how much more difficult this episode is going to be for me to edit uh, than last episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. So the Goonies two uh, NES game developed and published by Konami, mm-hmm. um, which was the sequel to the Goonies 
game that was first released only for Famicom, never released for the NES, and only released in Japan. And this game was released in uh, March of 1987, November in Japan, and November 1987 in North America, which... That's, you know, fairly early in the NES lifespan. I guess maybe mid-lifespan. But the Goonies 2 released without Goonies 1. Like I said, Goonies 1 was essentially a a Famicom game only. And um, this game is, is not based on, of course, the movie because there was no Goonies 2. Although there's been many rumors about Goonies 2, particularly here lately, there's been some Goonies 2 rumors. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Were you a big fan of the movie? Yeah, I was. Um, as I got older, I became less and less a fan of it, though, if I'm being honest. But when I was a kid, I loved it. Yeah. I don't remember ever really being much of a fan of it, to be honest. I was a really and big I, fan. I loved the kid with all the gadgets. Like the gadget. Inspector Gadget. Yeah. No, I mean he was there was a kid in the movie and and the, I'm I can already hear the listeners now. They they're they're gonna hate us for this episode because uh <laughs> one, because I lost my notes. I don't know where they are, but the notes that I took the first time I played it. Uh and then two, because neither one of us are probably huge Goonies fans in the first place. But yeah, no, there was a kid in the Goonies movie that was a um He's kind of like a gadget kid. He had a backpack with a bunch of like things that he used to help them get away and whatnot. So, I think I lost you. Before I go upstairs. Oh, you back? Yep. Okay. Well, it came back quickly. Okay. Did you keep recording? Yeah, I did. Okay. Good. So we'll just have I just have a spot, another spot to edit. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> oh, where did you lose me? Uh, you. We were talking about the the movie. And... I was talking about the kid with the gadgets. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there was a guy. There was a kid with the gadgets, and he had like a backpack. And I remember he had some shoes that like spit out oil slicks behind him or something to help him get away mm-hmm. from the bad guy. He was almost like the Home Alone character, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I was a big fan of him when I was a kid. I thought it was cool. Of course, the engineer in me, I guess, was partially being born back then. But yeah, 
So, yeah, I like the movie. Um, but when I, I've tried to watch it again for nostalgia reason, reasons, and I just could not get into it. I don't know yeah. if there's... Like, some of the main characters... and I'm really going to alienate the audience, but I don't care. Some of the main characters, kind of, <laughs> they're kind of whiny, and it, they really right. kind of got on my nerves. Actually, I say half of them are whiny, and it's like, okay, these... I hope I'm thinking. I hope my son doesn't end up like these kids because they're they're troublemakers. They're whiny. They're running away from their parents and they're going hunting this treasure. And it's just you know, right, right. <laughs> Maybe I'm yeah. just an old man now. I don't know. I, I was never. I guess I was never just a big huge fan of it. And any time that it's been on TV and I've tried to watch it here recently, I'm just like, eh, not so much. So, uh, I don't know. It's a, people get excited about the possibility of a Goonies 2. I'm not one of those people. I could care less. But, um, anyway. Um, that's that's really, that's enough for history. Let's move on to, to uh, uh, how did you come across this game? Oh, okay. Well, it's a good story, actually. Um, so, when I was a kid... There was this, uh, there was this cave. It was, uh, <laughs> you know, Knoxville, the East Tennessee's famous for caves. You know, got a lot car- of caves. Got the karst geology, lots of cavernous things. You know, out there towards Sweetwater, we got uh, the old uh, what's it Lost called? Sea. The Lost, Lost Sea. Lost Sea. Yeah, so the that's largest underground lake in maybe North America. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, so that's totally where it was. I was in, I was at the Lost Sea. Yeah. And we were, you know, you get in that boat, uh, it's got a glass bottom. If you know anything about the Lost Sea, mm-hmm. you ride around the boat in the glass bottom down in the in the caves. So I was riding in that boat, and uh, wait a minute, I'm having a flashback. Have I used the Lost Sea before as a place? Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I think I, I, I must have found a lot of games in the Lost Sea. But anyways, right. so I was, <laughs> we were riding around the boat in the Lost Sea, and then all of a sudden, pirate ship. And we're like, how in the world did a pirate ship get into the uh, the Lost Sea here in Sweetwater, Tennessee? Uh, and uh, it didn't matter. Uh, it was there. So I went ahead and climbed aboard and walked, you know, out there. Uh, the There was pirates on the ship, turns out. So I don't know how long they've been there, but, you know, there's pirates. And... <laughs> Uh, this story's getting long, so the yeah, you know I, I, I walked I walked the plank, and there it was. That's Goonies two cartridge at the end of the plank. Um, yeah. I, here's the thing about the Lost Sea, and we may I, if we've talked about this before, forgive me, but you know they have the glass bottom boat, mm-hmm. but the water is like so murky you really can't see anything. It's just like water, and it's kind of dark. You, you don't see fish. Like, you think you're going to see fish. You don't see fish. It's been a long time since I've been to the Lost Sea. Have you been recently? Uh, I, we went probably 10 or 12 years ago. Okay, that's more recently than me then. Did it, how well is it lit? I, I don't remember how well it's lit. Well, it's pretty well lit, but they, they do this thing where they, you know, turn the lights off during the... Uh, during the during the tour tour and it's like complete darkness well, show you how dark it can get you know yeah yeah but uh i yeah all i could think about is uh when we were down there is an earthquake happening and being trapped down there with these other idiots that have 
taking this high price to her. So, <laughs> so what about. you're saying is don't recommend you don't recommend the Lost Sea. Don't is it really and is it in Sweetwater or is it further? Further, it's uh, maybe Von Or. I don't know. Okay, I I don't remember being that all impressed. Yeah, so listeners, it's not totally you'd be much more impressive to just go to like the Smoky Mountains than it would be to go to the Lost Sea. Right. But if you're in the area. For some reason, you're in the area and you need a you need a cave experience. Uh, I yeah. guess you could go there you and go. We'll see. Maybe there's some more Goonies two carts out there. Maybe, um, maybe, maybe there's you plenty. Got to find that pirate ship. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, no, the real the real story. Um, I don't I don't know. I think I just picked it up at um, at a game shop. I don't, I don't I don't even remember. I've got it. I don't remember if I get. I really don't remember where this one came from though. I wish I would have took better notes of where I collected my games but um i don't know i don't know that's the real story i have no idea where this one came from but it's in my collection but we it can, is one that i have yeah yeah we can go into kind of the, the gameplay discussion here but it is kind of your kind of game huh it's a metroidvania game you don't typically think of a metroidvania game in just a in a movie slash whatever spinoff you know yeah, yeah, it is. It is sort of like a Metroidvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a mix. It's almost kind of like a Metroidvania slash dungeon crawler. There's some first person dungeon crawling stuff in it. Yeah. Uh, there's um, I don't know. I, it, it is. It's it's fairly unique. We we should probably talk about the manual first. Though. Oh yeah, let's get that manual out. All right, Goonies 2, The Goonies 2. I like the little, uh, speaking of the manual and the logo, I like the little skull in the dot of the eye. That's a nice touch. It is a nice touch. Um, So, but the big question is, um, what is the sequel to The Goonies? We know the story of The Goonies, right? They go on this treasure hunt down in the cave, and they're being chased by... The Fratelli people. Yeah. The Fratelli the, gang. The Yeah, the Fratelli gang. Uh, but what's the story of the goodies, too? Well, welcome to Slime City, Justin. <laughs> uh, they're, they're back. Kooky old Ma Fratelli and her slime ball sons have returned to wreck, wreak havoc in your neighborhood. And this time, not only have they captured your goonie buddies... But your good friend Annie the Mermaid as well. Now I do not remember an Annie the Mermaid. In there was no, there was not. I'm, it's been a long time, but there was not a mermaid at all in Goonies One. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've not seen it, but I feel like there's no way there was a mermaid. I would have remembered that. It would have stuck out. Are you looking it up? I am. Okay. I don't th- All right. Well, I'll, con- I'll continue on, but I really don't think there was a mermaid. I'm pretty sure I would have remembered Annie the mermaid. Uh, what a bunch of lowlifes, this Fratelli gang. Now it's up to you, the last Goonie left, to save the day. But it won't be easy. You'll have to be a quick thinker, a fast tracker, and pull to pull off this mission. You'll have to be a regular super Goonie to succeed. So good luck and good riddance to Ma, her boys, and all the scuzzy cohorts awaiting your adventure into the Fratelli Zone. You're heading into the Fratelli Zone. Yep. 
Um, so, here you are, alone on the steps of Ma Fratelli's hideout. What a creepy place, where thugs lurk through underground passages, crazed penguins slip across frozen ice caves, and boy-girl-eating sharks prowl about the secret sea caverns. Woo! You better have guts to get out of this baby. Before you go, though, you gotta rescue all six Goonie buddies and the best pal, Annie the Mermaid. Each is hidden in separate rooms scattered throughout Ma's challenging maze. But remember, you can't save Annie until you find the six missing Goonies. Along the way, watch for weapons to defend yourself and magic implements with powers to guide and help you on your frantic search for your friends. The Goonies 2 is designed for a single player to compete against the computer, the brains of Ma Fratelli's organization. You control your fate by using Controller 1. At the beginning of your mission, you have three lives to risk, but only three, so be careful and be cunning. To get into the action, press the start button on your controller. Now it's all up to you, and until you find weapons and magic implements, your only means of protection is your Goonie Yo-Yo, which zaps villains. Yeah, I think, so it looks as if Annie the Mermaid is not a character in the in the movie. Really only it's shows up in this Goonies time. 2 video game. So, so that's unusual that they would in- incorporate a mermaid character all of a sudden in in this game. Yeah. So, uh, which I have some stuff to talk about, and you know, the mermaid once we get there. But okay. Um, here's here, you know, kind of a goofy looking cr- crew here in the manual. These cartoonish-looking characters. Yeah, I mean, that's... I'm trying to picture them uh, and remember who they were in the movie. Of course, Mikey. You know, Mikey's the main character. He was the main character in the movie, too. Um, But I don't remember a lot of these other characters. I don't know. Maybe they're just drawn differently. I know there's... I think Mikey's older brother, maybe. He's probably the tall one. Yeah. Um, Mikey is also known as Samwise Game Geek. Game Geek. That's right. Yeah. He is. So. Is, I don't think that's how you pronounce it. Or Rudy. He's Rudy. Yeah, that's right. Now, I, I'm pretty sure that you probably also just ran off all of our Hobbit Lord of the Rings fans, too. Yeah, I'm sure I... <laughs> I haven't watched <laughs> those movies probably since they came out. I did watch those movies, but not since they came out. Um, I really don't feel like those hold up, either. I bet they wouldn't. You don't think they'd hold up? Oh, you, I feel like they probably You've would. especially ran them off now. You said that they don't, <laughs> they don't hold up. So they're gone. Who else can we run off? You know, Star Wars sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, Star Wars doesn't suck. But anyway. All right. Uh, back to the game. All right. So, yeah, you were talking about the gameplay. It is... Kind of a Metroidvania in a way. I don't know that I would totally call it a Metroidvania though, because it's kind of like, uh, yes, it is a it is a maze game, but it's almost what was a game we covered with uh, uh, Paul and Andy? What was the game we covered with them? It was an NES game, Legend. Uh, some no, oh, it'll come to me. Uh, but it's kind of like that game as far as Metroidvania mm-hmm. goes. It's just a big giant maze. Um, this is a game you you've got. Oh, you've got to use a guy. Got to use a guy. There's, there's so no much way. to this game. 
it's just like there's so there's really a lot to it yeah the biggest problem that i had with this game i'm just gonna go ahead and get it out there uh, is without and trying to play it without the guide is you so there's first person sections where you walk it's almost like a it reminds me a little bit of like a shadow gate mm-hmm. but kind of just like a first person dungeon crawler almost um but there's there are walls that you have to knock down. Mm-hmm. Like you get a fit, you can like hit a wall and it'll like open up the wall and maybe you'll get an item or, or something. And are there ceilings you have to knock out with your hammer? And there's, there's all these things you have to do, but there's no indication as to yeah. which ones you're supposed to do. So random. if you don't have a guide, you just go around hitting all of yeah. them. And then half the time it, you get a dialogue box that says nothing here. Yeah. It just it, and that, that that's so frustrating to me. Yeah, and you go you go through all these doors and you don't know what's there. And then there, there's items that you need to get before you get to certain other doors. And if you don't know you need to get those items, then you're screwed when you get to if you get to the happen to get to those other doors. So this open world concept of the game is makes it actually pretty darn difficult because it's not linear. And so what you're doing is you you have to find these these. Uh, rooms that have certain like a key for example just as one of the examples to um to unlock the goonies but if you get to the goonie before the key you're done you you can't get them out you know and then there's like a there's a there's a part later in the game where you have to have a candle to light the rooms up but you don't know that you need to get that candle you got to beat some old woman up to get it I mean, really though, th- those things I like about the game mm-hmm. because I like—that's the kind of my kind of game. As you mentioned before, that's kind of my kind of game. It's it's the exploring and backtracking and finding things and going back. So it's just the the part that really frustrated me was just the um, trying to like the, just the knocking on walls. You know what I mean? It's, it, and the no clear direction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's hard to explain. I, I I'm kind of struggling a little bit trying to explain it, but it's kind of like if there was some indication as to where I needed to go to hit the wall, like it's like oh the rooms were numbered or something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And or just just anything that could help guide me to the correct spot to hit the wall, or if they, or if the walls that could be knocked down had a certain like tint to them mm-hmm. or something, just anything yeah but they're all the same and the and also the fact that when you hit the wall and if there's nothing you have to l- read the stupid dialogue box telling you there was nothing which i guess you need that because otherwise you just keep hitting the wall but it's just it's kind of time consuming really yeah where and i could be having fun like grabbing keys and going to different sections of the map and stuff here's a character that i wasn't clear on who it was and maybe you know this, and I couldn't find it in the manual. Maybe I can find it somewhere. But there's a character, like, at some point you go into a room, and he gives you, like, uh, more lives. But he looks like a, I don't know what he is. He's like a goat. He looks like a, the sprite looks like a goat devil-like guy. <laughs> I don't know what, what you would call him. But there's one where you like go into to like a wizard, and then you go into this one, and he's like this weird looking guy. I don't know what he is. 
I don't know, but the, there, there's, there's, there's a lot of randomness inside those rooms, which I kind of, some of that stuff is pretty funny. Uh, like the Eskimo is pretty funny. You, yeah. you go in there and he's like, I'm Eskimo. Nothing to see here. <laughs> it's like, okay. It's like right, you cool, walked nice. into his house. It's like, well, nice to meet you. What, what's up? One of my, it reminds me, one of my favorite scenes from the movie Coach. Or, sorry, the show Coach. Wait, the movie, oh, man. Could you imagine movie. if there was a movie? Coach, the movie. Uh, oh, man. That would be the greatest day yeah. of my life. But uh, there, him and Luther gone on some trip. I don't know what if it's like a recruiting trip. I can't remember what the, the deal is. But they end up with a hotel room with only one bed. You know, classic sitcom trope. And I think, I can't remember if like Coach lost his luggage or something, but he had to borrow some pajamas from, from Luther, which were like Elvis pajamas. <laughs> they, it sounds great. They, it sounds great already. They were like in the same bed and and this guy randomly walks into their bed, to the, to the hotel room and they're both in the bed together. And he says... Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking for a party, and Coach is like, "Does this look like a party to you, pal?" <laughs> it's just so funny. <laughs> They're just like in the bed with their Elvis uh, pajamas on. But that's great. Hey, Legacy of the Wizard is the game I should uh, think of. That's the one we did with. That's the one we did with Power Trip game. That's that's somewhat similar to this, I would say. And I didn't like that game at all. I this, this I think this game's better than uh, Legacy of the Wizard. I, I don't know that Power Trip Gaming has ever really suggested a game that you've liked. Mm, uh, the Guardian Legend was okay. I kind of liked it. Yeah. But yeah, no, you're right. It, well, I think it's. I think the problem is uh, Andy has suggested games I like. Paul is go. o for over three or four. He's he's a nothing nothing but losing. And Paul, if you're if you're listening, you're welcome to give it another shot. You can have as many shots as you want, but uh, eventually, I'm gonna have to just quit playing them. You just you just have to come on and talk to him without without me or something. <laughs> oh man! But anyway, yeah. Anyways, moving on. So there's like you said, there's lots of stuff in this game. Um, there's Weapons, of course. Uh, what was your favorite weapon? You got a slingshot. You got the yo-yo that you start out with. You got the boomerang. Molotov. Uh, the underwater cocktail. gun. The Molotov cocktail, which is pretty intense. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> and a yeah. bomb. Um, uh, I, for a, a little kid to, to find and use, it's just a Molotov cocktail seems a little. It bit seems much. a little. <laughs> it seems a little crazy. Yeah. Um, I like the boomerang. I'll just I'll just put it out there. I'm always I'm always a fan of boomerangs in video games. Yeah. Something about it. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. The boomerang's pretty good. I mean, the yo-yo is just the workhorse. Yo-yo makes it kind of like the uh, the um, kind of reminds me of the um, on the kind of the Metroidvania um, theme is Simon's. Prayer beads or whatever, you know, kind of reminds me of that. But yeah. I will say this: like the platforming on the game is very Konami. It's very Konami feel, yeah. like which I like. Oh, I will <laughs> say that the the platforming in this game is great. It feels perfect. Um, like the, it's not like um, 
what was the game we what was the game we played recently that was just so terrible was it um Adventure Tom Sawyer maybe was the one that was just like so the controls mm-hmm. just felt so mm-hmm. terrible or but no it's very it's on point the controls feel great I, I, the side side platforming sections are great um really honestly and I, I don't want to I'm I'm not trying to finish this off here I'm just saying that the that whole knocking the wall thing is probably my only real complaint about this game. Other than that, I really kind of liked it. Um, But I guess maybe I didn't find them, but I guess there's glasses that you can get that let you see invisible doors and such. I guess I didn't find those. Yeah, I I didn't either. And, you know, uh, yeah, there's like, well, I got the transceiver at one point. Um, That was pretty... You find yeah. out pretty quick. If I'm just kind of looking at the other things that I... Did you get the waterproof coat? Yeah, I found that. Get a Gore-Tex coat? Uh, I did not get... I did not get to that <laughs> Gore-Tex coat. Yeah. Uh, I got the I got the hammer, because that's what you have to use to, uh, like, knock the holes in the wall and stuff. You gotta get a bomb box. Keep your bombs in. Yeah. I did get a bomb box. I found a fire box. I get my Molotov cocktails. Uh... I did not find the magic locator device. I did find a few, a couple goonies. I think it was like two or three goonies. Mm. And the first goonies is, is just going on the movie theme of them being whiny. He's just a whiny jerk. He's like yeah. about time. Or he says something like about time. I could have been killed or something <laughs> like, you know what? I'm just going to leave you back. I'm just going to put you back in here. If that's why you're going to respond to me after I just saved you. Yeah, really. You know, this game is kind of um, it's kind of mature for what it is to be a goon. Of course, the Goonies movie, I, f- I feel like people would say that it was kind of mature for a kids mm-hmm. movie, but but the um, this game, I mean, like I feel like there's sections where you go in and the doors are bloody, <laughs> and <laughs> and there's, I mean, you're throwing Molotov cocktails. And the um, the bad guys are shooting at you and stuff. Yeah. It's just it's pretty I mean, intense. I mean, it's pretty mature for a kid. You know, a game about a kid trying to save other. One kids. of the Fratellis comes at you straight up with a gun. <laughs> just a gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with to a kid. To a kid. Right. We're talking. This kid's probably. I'm trying to think. It's the Goonies two. Would happen after Goonies, and he was maybe nine or ten years old. Yeah, so thirteen, days, I think. maybe. He's like a young teen yeah. now, and they're coming at him with just machine gun, gonna like blow, blow yeah. away. It's a bit much. You got the Fratellis, which the Fratellis pop up here and there, and uh, I like when you knock. You know, most of, so you can't really kill the Fratellis except for Pipsqueak. You can kill him; he goes away. But the the other ones you just kind of can stun, and when you stun them, they just lie down and put their legs in the air, and you know, for, yeah, <laughs> just shake uncontrollably, um, which I thought was neat. But Ma, did you, did you ever see Ma in the game? She looks like a looks like she got like a, a a Fu Manchu, and on the sprite. Yeah, she's pretty. Yeah, she does. She looks like she's got a, a bit of a bit of facial hair, which I think if I've it's been a long time since I've seen the Goonies movie, but I think she was kind of hairy actually in the movie too. I need to look up a picture. Oh, Ma Fratelli. I think Ma Fratelli. Yeah, she just looks. She just got a you know 
masculine look to her, but I don't see hair. Mm, yeah, oh, you're right. So, she kind of looks like Meatloaf in the video. She game does. <laughs> oh, Meatloaf. So, uh, Anne Ramsey. Wasn't she? Okay. Wasn't Anne yeah. Ramsey? Wasn't this woman? She looks like the woman from Throw Mama from a Train. Is it? Maybe I've not. Seen You've not seen movie. Throw Mama from a Train. No, <laughs> I don't even know if I've heard of that. Movie. Oh man, you need to see Throw Mama from a Train. It's Danny DeVito uh, and Billy Crystal. Yep, it is. Okay. It is. It's Mama from Throw Mama from the Train. Yep. Do they throw it's her a, from a it's train? It's a great comedy. Um, and there go all the Throw Mama from a Train fans from the podcast. Yep. I'm sure there's a ton of them. <laughs> it's a good movie. Trust me. <laughs> Back when Billy Crystal, like before Billy Crystal disappeared. Remember when Billy Crystal was like really famous and really a big thing and then we just didn't hear from him for 25 years? Yeah, I liked him up until I think I saw City Slickers, which was a terrible movie. You didn't like City opinion. Slickers? I didn't like City Slickers. Huh. Is that another one I was, I'm supposed to like? I don't know. It's a, it's a popular movie. That's, Maybe it's City Slickers let's see too. What City Slickers like. is on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, sure. Let's let's go down that rabbit hole. So people what, do, what do you think? What do you think it is? Listen, go listen to a good podcast. Yes. Uh, how does Rotten Tomatoes do? Yep. Zero to hundred. Sixty-seven. Ninety. C- but here's City the thing, Slickers? 90 with the critics, 64 with the audience. Uh, I'm more in line with the audience, okay? I said 67. I'm more of an audience yeah. kind of guy. This wasn't that popular with the, uh, uh, let's see what City Slickers 2 is. Now, what do you want to bet on City Slickers okay, 2? Okay, I'm, uh, I'm going to say 33 for City Slickers 2. Daniel Stern, John Lovitz. It's a 17. Ooh. 17 by the critics and 31 for the... I, once again, I'm in line with, with the, the fans. Yeah. With the people. I'm a man of the people, Justin, okay? You gotta give me a break. I said 33, they said 31. I'm a man of the people. Well. You can tell... What about Goonies? Oh, what do you think I Goonies is? I, I, let me see if I... I want to say Goonies is a 91. The Goonies is 76 by the critics. And the uh, the audience score, them. 91. Not on the money. On the I'm friggin' a, money. I, I, am a, I, am a, I am a man of the people. I am a man of the people. <laughs> right on the money. 91. I swear I'm not looking at it on my, on my oh, screen. Oh, man. I'm actually, I'm actually watching uh, Goonies 2. Uh, game footage well speaking of movies and i just i saw this on rotten tomatoes and another tangent you gonna see the new bill and ted movie uh i am because my brother matthew bought it and so it's just accessible oh. to me so yeah might as well are you planning on watching it yeah uh at some point um i would like to watch it i uh but yeah it looks pretty good What'd you think of uh, What'd you think of the first two? I, you know, I, I liked them. 
They're good. They're kind of yeah. wholesome. I, I mean, they're just good movies. You know, I'm not like a Bill and Ted super fan or anything, but I think uh, they're just silly. Right, you know, kind of like Keanu Reeves. He gets kind of a, I don't know. A lot of people like to crap on him. I think, but I think he's pretty good. He's, he seems like he's, he's just a good, a good guy, person, right. which helps. I think he's a good guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I I will say that the Goonies, or not the Goonies, um, Bill and Ted Bogus Adventure is probably my favorite that I've seen mm-hmm. between the two, first two, and it's all because of that scene with Death when they're playing <laughs> they're playing board games with him and stuff. It's it's so good. Uh, and I forget the guy's name that plays Death, but he is he's just he's the best part of that movie. What do you think Bill and Ted's Bogus Adventure is? This is the last one, I promise. A bogus journey or excellent bogus, adventure? Bogus journey. Okay, bogus. Um, uh, Fifty six with critics with and the people. people. What can I say? Uh, I am. Uh, I'm. I'm good at this game. I what about it? Like, like, let's do excellent adventure too. That's the more. That's the more. Oh, you're trying. You're trying game. to. That's the one. You're trying to. You're trying to trip me up. You're just trying to get me to fail. I can, I get it. Uh, let's see. I think the. I think that one's probably revered right. more than bogus. So. I'm gonna say seventy. Okay, eighty-one with the critics and seventy-five with the audience. So I was at least within five yeah. on every single yeah. one of them with the audience. I could take that. I'll take that. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that to the bank. And that's the end of that. Don't ask me anymore. Did Alex Winter ever do anything other than. He does. He's, he's done a lot of behind the scenes, like director producer, stuff. director okay. type stuff. Right. Yeah. He's not really been an actor all that much other than Bill and Ted. I didn't know that, uh, you know, in bogus, uh, journey when they go, like when they're, when mm-hmm. they die and they go down to hell and stuff that, that the, the grandma yeah. part, you know, where he keeps getting his grandma keeps wanting to kiss him and stuff, and she's all scary. Uh, that's actually Alex Winter dressed up in makeup, and stuff, <laughs> playing the part of his own grandma. That's funny. In the movie. <laughs> it's pretty funny. All right. Well, anyway, the Goonies Anyways, too. Maybe, yeah. Let's go back to the game. Yeah. Um. Well, I think I've I've lost my mojo talking about it. As far as the gameplay goes, but I'll I'll break down the gameplay, round it out, and just say that I liked mm-hmm. this game quite a lot. Every it, but I had to use a guide because I was too frustrated yeah. not to because I did did not like the idea of not knowing the knocking on the wall thing. That's what got me. And you do it. You have to do it so much in this game. I mean, it's like every almost every room you have to do it. Uh, I mean, you do have to do it in every room, but it almost ever like I'd say fifty percent of the rooms give you something, which is cool. Yeah. But it makes you feel like you're doing something whenever you knock on the wall. But you knock on the wall and you hammer on the wall, and you get two different. There's two different things, and you can hammer on the ceiling, hammer on the floor. It's just yeah. So you have to eventually once you get the hammer, you have to try doing it twice. You have to knock and then you have to hammer and you knock and hammer and it's just. Yeah, um, I mean, and I really liked the game too. Uh, I had to use YouTube videos to give me clues on how to where to go um, instead of. Re- I just uh, I have to read so much for work. I just uh, would rather not read. <laughs> but, 
So I don't like to read a guide. Uh, I just rather just sense. watch a video. Just watch yeah. YouTube while you play it. That's no. not a bad idea. Um, but yeah, I, I tend to agree. I really like the game. Um, I think that it it had an it it helps that the it helps that the gameplay is, is so good. Yeah, that, like the, the side scrolling side scrolling so platforming fun. is just great. Like I said, Konami doesn't really do it wrong in that 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 aspect. So. I think the fact that it was a Konami game. Now, if this was LJN, then we would be having a different conversation, I guess. But, yeah, uh, I think so. you know, this is one of the, the movie's uh, rights. Now, did you ever play Goonies 1 on any kind of platform? Yeah. I have not. I mean, I'm sure it's not. out there to be demoed, but uh, I, I've never, I didn't try playing it or anything or what it's like. I kind of looked it up, and it looks similar, just kind of worse graphics. A little bit. Um, but yeah, anyway. But speaking of the graphics, that was one thing that I really liked about this game is I thought that the sprites were really good um, for all the characters. I thought... Yeah, um, I thought so too. So I think in, in regards to the graphic and the design, I think the, the levels were designed really well. Um, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of flare to the backgrounds but i thought i liked it okay i thought there was a decent amount of variety considering the considering it's all supposed to be an underground <laughs> secret right. hideout but yet there there still is a decent amount of variety in the in the air, air, different yeah. areas of the hideout so i thought that was cool i agree with you about the sprites i really i don't know why but i really liked the scuba diver gear sprite <laughs> yeah uh, like when you when you when you get the scuba gear mm-hmm. and you go underwater uh, and you run around with like the harpoon gun, for some reason I just really like the way he looks. Yeah. I thought he looked cool and like the, he the way he kicks his little feet and he's got the flippers on. My favorite, my favorite was the walrus. I don't know why, but it's just the walrus. Just just a, just a big fan of walrus. Walruses, walruses. It's probably walruses. Yeah. I think it's walruses. I'd rather it be walrus. Yeah. Oh man, did you ever watch that uh, show? I think it was about walruses. I think it was, it was me and Cliff and Brian. They had the the affectionate name of douchebag. Um. We were watching the show. I don't remember if you were there or not. We were, we were watching this. It was like a documentary about walruses or, or, or seals. I don't. I think it was walruses. And it was like if you and I didn't really know a lot about a walrus, <laughs> but we were making a documentary about walruses, <laughs> you know? And it was like they had these names for these walruses, and it was like the Lizard King was like Oh, one. I do remember that. <laughs> yes. What are we watching? This is not even informative. I, this was just like it was just like these inner battles between the the males and stuff, and it was like <laughs> I felt like, and I remember the like there was a wasn't there a narrator? Maybe two narrators. It was almost like a sports yeah, broadcast, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, what's he doing now? <laughs> like, Aren't you supposed to know what he's doing right now?" <laughs> yeah. It was like, like I said, it was just like if me and you didn't really do any research, like. It's like if somebody told us, you guys need to do this documentary on walruses. 
And then, like old school style in high school, we went and just rented a bunch of PlayStation <laughs> yeah. instead of preparing for the documentary. And then I had to show up and do the documentary. Yeah. <laughs> we just rent, uh, we just rent Gran Turismo two from Pick a Flick and play it for the whole weekend, and then, <laughs> then do the documentary Monday, Monday, that Monday was, morning know, before class I, starts. I, I know, I know, we've talked about it so much, but that was just such a funny weekend. Like I got a PlayStation one. This was like when PlayStation two was like, I think probably out like early when it was out uh, we were juniors in high school so i don't know when let's see hold on i'll look that up while you continue your story yeah but yeah it's just like i got a playstation for some odd reason like um but the playstation was old like i said playstation 2 was out at this time or about to come okay out. it was playstation and, 2 came out in two, the year 2000 so yeah that would have been around yeah. about that time yeah so uh and then <laughs> I'm like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go rent a couple of games. And we're going to come back. And we're going to play some games. Just, just a, a little, little bit, bit. And then we're going to... Just an hour or two. We can't not. And then we're going to get back. You, you, I mean, you just got the PlayStation. <laughs> you can't not do it. Yeah. It was like, we're just going to play for a couple of hours. And then we'll get... get then we'll get to work together. On the book report. Yeah, or whatever on, it was. On book report. <laughs> Never even touched the book report. Just get playing video games the whole yeah. night. <laughs> Yeah. Oh so, man, those yeah, are the, that's, those are the days. It's kind of like a, so yeah, it's kind of like us playing doing this podcast. Really, I mean, we say we say we're gonna, <laughs> we say we're going to talk about Goonies too. We say we're going to do a lot of research, provide a lot of good commentary on the game. Then you know we play Tetris ninety nine instead. And <laughs> oh, oh, holy, holy, holy! We got a whole thirty fifth anniversary to talk about. That came out like a week yeah. ago. That's a big announcement. Hold on. Time out, time out Goonies, too. I'm so sorry, Andy. Uh, so, yeah, let's let's talk about that. So, the Super Mario yeah. 35th anniversary, lots of lots to talk about there. Yeah, so they're making basically... A, one thing is there's going to be a new Super Mario Brothers All-Stars. But it's going to be like all the 3D games. And I, so it's going to be... I know Super Mario 64, Galaxy is... Yeah, is Galaxy that, and Sunshine. Um, Sunshine. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, which would be pretty sweet. I was always a huge kind of fan of Galaxy. I never got to play Galaxy, um, so I'm kind of pumped to to try it out. It's a pretty sweet game. It's actually, I would probably put Galaxy, if I was ranking 3D Nintendo games and like not thinking about any of the Super Nintendo and Nintendo games, I would probably put Super Mario 64's 1 as just the classic. That's just one of my all-time favorites. Two, I would probably put Galaxy. Okay. Wow. And Galaxy or Odyssey? I think Odyssey is Odyssey really is really good. Updated. If you ask Nick Stevens, and I don't have the soundboard right now because the because it's not <laughs> been updated for the new uh, Mac Mac uh, operating system, but Nick Stevens would say it's top ten of all time. Yeah. So I I think Galaxy's right up there with. Okay, uh, you're talking about just 3D Mario games, not like all 3D Nintendo games. Yeah. Okay. Right. Just 3D Mario okay. games. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to give it a shot. Uh, like I said, I I just it was on the Wii. I didn't really, I didn't have a Wii. Matthew had a Wii, my brother, um, but I didn't have a Wii. And it was at the, I was a little too into girls at the time. We were in college, so I think uh, yeah. I was probably right around the time I started dating my current wife, <laughs> my only <laughs> wife. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you. You saved that one, man. <laughs> she doesn't listen um, anyways. And if she did, she'd 
realized how much of a nerd I was and divorced me anyway. So it's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, but anyway, with all this, the 35th anniversary, they're releasing Super Mario Brothers 35, which is like a Tetris 99 style game. With the original Super Mario. The original, right. I can't wait. I mean, it, the 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 video, the trailer looks pretty sweet. Yeah. So basically, so. you just keep playing Mario, right? And then as you kill mm-hmm. Goombas and stuff, it sends them over to other players' game uh, until yeah. you're the, like the last man standing. Is there a timer or anything? Could you tell from the? I I don't see timer. I think it's just going to be like straight up until the last one's dead. Okay. So I guess it looks like the game keeps adding enemies after enemies. So like it looks like it gets pretty ridiculously challenging the farther you go. So, and that's what uh, tends to be the end all. But that that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's going to be. I can't wait. That's going to be. It's going to be awesome. I mean, as much Tetris Nine Nine as I play, and I like Tetris and all, but I'm a, more of a fan of Mario. So. Right. I agree with I am right up in that same boat with that. So uh Yeah, it looks pretty intense. There is a timer. I don't know what it's doing, but there is a timer. Oh, you get more time as you oh I see. As you defeat enemies you get more time. Oh okay. okay. And then it also throws enemies at other people. This is gonna be good. That's all I know. All I know is gonna be good. And as long as you have the online membership, I think it's free. I think it's just, yeah, boom, October 1st. There you go. You got it. You get it. It's going to be so good. I know. And then uh, the the 3D All-Stars comes out actually in five days from now. So Yeah, the only thing that's really, uh, it's really getting on my nerves the more I think about it. There, All of these are limited release that will go away uh, in March mm. of next year. And I mean, obviously, yeah. if you buy them, they won't go away. You'll keep them, but you only you only have a small window to buy them between now and March. Yeah. And so it's almost for me because my birthday's in March. It's almost like a a nega gift, you know. It's like <laughs> I I wonder why they're doing that with the Super Mario Bros. Thirty Five. I wish they would just keep it going. Why are they going to take it away? I don't know. I think they're just trying to. I really don't know. Entice entice people to play people it. to buy the. I think. Well, I guess it's to buy the the membership. Yeah. They're trying to sell more memberships um, right now. Get the 12-year or the 12-month membership. They're also, they're leaving out Galaxy 2. Did you, do, what do you think about that in the 3D collection? Uh, I mean, I think probably, I mean, I loved Galaxy 2 as well. Um, I mean, I think Galaxy 1 was better. From what I can remember, it's, it's of course been a while since I've played both of them. But uh, yeah, I don't know why they left that one out. They probably should have thrown it in there too. Hmm. What about uh, they also announced uh, 3D World, which was a Wii U game where you could play as the cat. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was one of my favorite games on the Wii U, so that'll be fun. And Yeah, that was a fun game. They're including some kind of weird... Bowser level or something where it's like scary. There's lightning and thunder and stuff. It looks cool. I don't know. I'm pretty pumped for that. And then the craziest thing, uh, this is not really Mario related. It kind of is, I guess, but 
Did you did you watch the whole direct? Did you see the the Mario Kart in your house thing? It's like an no. augmented okay, so it's like an augmented reality Mario Kart where you have a remote control car that you actually put in your house. It's oh, and yeah. it's got a it's I got a camera yeah. mounted to it that streams to your Switch and your stri- Switch controls the car and you're driving around your living room and stuff. Yeah. That's nuts. That's that's I mean, assuming that it works, I, I guess it works. I can't imagine. Well, I mean, Nintendo does put out stuff that doesn't work sometimes, but it's pretty rare. It's gonna be that's gonna be really neat. Have yeah. to clean the house. It's gonna be an excuse to clean the house. <laughs> so, all this is coming out soon, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. And all of my money is gonna probably go out the door. Yep, because I want to want it all. Just in time for Christmas. Yep, that's true. Uh, and Mario 35 is free, so that's the best part. I can't remember what that yeah. Mario Kart thing is, though. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. It's uh, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Yeah, that's what it coming is. Coming October 16th. Yeah, that looks really cool. I'm sure that's going to be really expensive, though. Let me see. I don't know. Pre-order. You can get... You get looks like you get. There's a Mario car and a I'm Luigi trying car. To, trying to decide like how many cars you get. Probably just in one. The box. So. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Probably just one. No price right now. That means expensive. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell you October fifteenth. The day before it comes out. Yeah. I don't know, it looks like I don't know. There's four cars. Hundred bucks. In these pictures. Hundred bucks, one car. Oh man. You gotta get more than one car though, right? Yeah, they have a Mario set and a Luigi set, but they don't have a just a car. At least not at Best Buy. So it looks like it's uh yeah, a Mario set or a Luigi set at Best Buy. hundred bucks. Yeah, I think which means you got to get more than one. Yeah, car, you need though. more than one car, which means I'm gonna have to convince Crabman that he wants the Luigi car because <laughs> I'm totally getting the Mario car. <laughs> yeah, you you know you like that Luigi car. That Luigi car is pretty sweet. Yeah, you know? it's really it's really <laughs> green and uh... <laughs> you love green. Uh... Okay, all right, back to Goonies too. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to diverge, but uh, I feel like we needed to talk about that. Yeah. Even though by the time the the non Patreon listeners hear this, it'll be a, like a month since the direct. And I'm yeah. sure, but it doesn't matter. They wanted to hear. And us they've also stopped listening. Uh, you know, forty five minutes ago. Oh yeah, no, I mean they totally stopped listening <laughs> once as soon as we started talking about sports at the very beginning. They were out. As <laughs> we started <laughs> talking about, as soon as we started, you know, guessing Rotten Tomatoes games, <laughs> that's where we kind of jumped the shark on this episode. You think it was that late in the episode? <laughs> that's when we jumped. <laughs> You know, that's where we lost. That's where we hit like the 90% of turned us off at that point. Okay. Yeah, I see. Because first we had to lose all the Goonies fans. Right. Then we had to lose all of the Lord of the Rings fans. Right. Then we finally just lost everybody. Right. <laughs> right. I, that sucks, right. though. That sucks, though, because I wanted everybody to hear how awesome uh, I was at guessing the those Rotten Tomatoes scores. Yeah, that was a, that was the highlight of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Um, All right, so we talked about the graphics. What about the sound and the music? 
Sound and music, I think, went well with the game. I don't think that it was anything special. Uh, so I, I wouldn't say that this is music that really kind of gets me going on the, you know, for the game. But uh, I, at the same time, it wasn't distracting. Yeah, I liked it. I would say it's it's in the gap between uh, between just great for the game and slightly better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like the bumping it in the car level, but it's a, uh, it's good. It it's music I could probably put on to study or something. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. The sound effects, meh. I don't know. Sound effects didn't really stick out to me or anything. Right. It was. Yeah. It's all right. Would you, so seriously, would you actually call this? Do you really feel like this is a Metroidvania? I think that's something I'd really like to just kind of ask as we wrap it up. I mean, it has features. I'll say that, but a lot of these, a lot of websites classify it as that. Yeah. And in this, so I don't know. I mean, it's not official. I, I think, but um, I think it's it it's one of those features. early. Uh, it's one of those early games that helped pave the way for the real. Metroidvanias that would mm-hmm. come to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So. All so, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, sounds good. I think. Um, I guess we should see if it's fun, if it's worth it. How much to go for? So it's really not an expensive game. You can get one on eBay. Uh, you know, with shipping and all from about twelve bucks. Wow. So. DK Oldies as it for twelve ninety nine. So I mean, you know, you got some. Uh, yeah, uh, price charting says the loose price is around eleven dollars. Yeah, I think it's definitely worth. Yeah, that. it's totally worth that. I mean, the price of it is kind of a game changer, really, in my yeah. opinion of the game. Um, the, see, the fun, the thing is, this game's it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy playing it. It kind of just stops being fun after a while. Does that make yeah. sense? Like eventually mm-hmm. it's just kind of, okay, I keep kind of doing the same thing and, and I can, knock. It's just the, the, the tedium of banging on all the walls and stuff. I can see where the replay value becomes less. Yeah. The more you have it, you know, the more you play it. Right. But uh, for $11, it's worth one good playthrough for sure. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't beat it. Did you beat it? No, no, but I did, I did, and I I did get to the end where you see the topless mermaid. She's kind of topless, but she doesn't really have, she has, she has no form. Right. (laughs) There's no, she's topless, but there's nothing to see. Yeah, she's she's topless, but she's like a a peach colored blob. Yeah, (laughs) so it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, But there you go. Okay, cool. What about, uh, I guess, the next section, which, by the way, I've realized as we're doing this and I'm thinking about editing it, I'm not putting in the, the section clips here. So anybody who's expecting that this episode, I'm sorry. Um, but what about retrofitted trophies? I've got a couple. Okay, we've got some from the community, too. Oh, yeah. So I'll go ahead and start with one of mine. Um... My first one is Yo-Yo Ma, and that is Hip and Stun Ma with the Yo-Yo. Ah, okay. 
that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I actually didn't come up with any. I, I had some, but as I mentioned earlier, I lost all my notes for this game, and I was not about to come up. Come up. <laughs> just, let's just let's just say I had at least two uh, immaculate trophies that got lost. immaculate. Okay. All right. Um. What? I'll go ahead with my second one then, and it is Annie. Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? And that is beat the game. So, right. how about like- one from the community? Yeah, okay, sure. I got a few here from them. Okay. Uh, Anthony Pig says Hammer Bros, and that is use the hammer. A simple one, but uh, mm-hmm. right on the money. Tyler Jones says Truffle Shuffle. Make your character do a dance after beating the level. I like that. And then he posts a nice little uh, gif here of. Uh, I can't remember the kid's name, but doing the truffle shuffle where he just yeah. shake, shakes his chunk. belly. Chunk, that's right, Chunk. Uh, Nick DeMarco says, there never was a sequel, so dot, dot, dot. Uh, keep jumping to your death in, va- in a vain attempt to rub out this cinematic history, even though it's already not there. But non-movies don't get video game tie-ins. So he's not a believer of doing the sequel in a video game. Yeah. Doesn't sound like it. Andrew Zeismer says, You can't have it. Cross the bridge without losing your boomerang. Easier mm-hmm. said than done. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that bridge part's pretty tricky because, like, mm-hmm. a, it's like a suspended rope bridge, but, you know. Um, all right. Mike Hayes says, What do you do? And that is hit every NPC behind every door. Oh, yeah, that's something else you can do. You can, like, punch the Eskimo and stuff with, yeah. your, with your hit button, and they say, ouch, and then yeah. something funny. Yeah. Uh, Wawa whoops, find Konami Man and hit him, thus preventing him from healing you for the rest of the game. Konami Man, that's the guy you were thinking of with the horns and the cape. Ah. Uh, he's, he's Konami Man. Thanks, Mike, for reminding us who that was. Uh, braver than Brand, and that is find all the goodies. Uh, Jesse Benson says, "Baby Ruth," and to get a baby, get the Baby Ruth trophy, you have to pull a Carl while playing this game. And singing Goonies are good enough. Okay. Uh, Mike Hall says, "Hey, you guys," and that is beat the game. That's the "Hey, you guys." Don't you do that all the time? Isn't that your one of your jokes? The "Hey, you guys" or is that my joke or my Hall's joke? I don't think no, I do my, that joke. No, that's. No, I mean, like the way the the way he says it in the movie, like the "Hey, you guys." I don't know. Maybe that's something I did. That's in the somebody pre- else's joke. That's somebody else's joke. I, I think, think that's Grant. Else. I think that's a Grant joke. Yeah, that is a Grant joke. I'm going to erase that for the podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. No offense to Grant. Um, and then Josh Dykeman says the Goonies are good enough, and that is beat the game with only one life remaining. Oh. And all of these trophies were from 10 weeks ago. Nice. Shows you how long it's been since we were planning on recording this episode. Yeah. All right. How about a rating? Uh, yeah. I think we can do a rating. How do you want to rate this game? Hmm. Let's see. Let's say candy bar. Okay. Type candy bar. How about just type of vending machine food? Ooh, vending machine food. Okay. 
I've got one. All right. All right, go ahead. I'm going to go with pork rinds because pork rinds are really good and they're really enjoyable. But really towards the end of the bag and once you finish the bag, you don't really want another bag of pork rinds. You're done uh-huh. with pork rinds for a while. Kind of like not this me. game. You not know? me. Not me. I no? love pork rinds huh? all day long. All day? Okay. I love pork rinds. But the one I was thinking of is similar to what you're saying. And mine are the knockoff chips that are supposed to be something else. Like, say, like the nacho cheese Doritos. They're not actually nacho. They're like Tom's. Oh, yeah. They're like yeah. Tom's cheesy triangles or something. Yeah. And you, and you get them and you open them up and you, you bite in the first chip. It's like, oh, yeah. I mean, these taste, just, these taste just like Doritos. I mean, they're the same thing. Then as you get closer to the end of the bag, you're like, these aren't Doritos. Oh, man, I wish I had some Doritos. It's the same thing with like, uh, with like the... Uh, Walmart brand like Sam's Choice Cola, you know? Yeah. You take the first sip out of it and you're like, oh, this is, you know, close enough to Coke. And then <laughs> yeah. about midway through, you're like, this is just a can of disappointment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same, the same thing applies to the big, uh, the big fake cereal, the big bag right. of fake, fake cereal, you know? You're eating the bowl and you're like, you're going, digging in, you're like, man. Why would I ever buy the the expensive stuff? This is exactly the same. This is exactly what I want. Then you get down to the bottom and you're like, you just got a few pieces left and some milk and you're thinking, this was a big mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Now I got this, I got another pound of this to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So anyways, that's how I feel about this game. It's it's great. At first it's great. It's like, "Mm, num, num, num. This is some good... This is some good Metroidvania-style Konami game. And then the more you play it, the more you're like, wow, yeah, this is it's good, but it's not quite uh, on the level of what I thought it was when I first picked it up. Yeah. All right. So, all right, we got any feedback? We do. Let me get that pulled up here. All right, while you're pulling that up, I will go to the email. We got an email from Ryan Ballard. All right. Ryan of says... Yet another game that I didn't have as a kid, but wish that I had. It looks and sounds good, but from what I watched online, I'm confused about how players were to know where in the rooms to hit smash to uncover the hostages or items. Was it simply trial and error? If so, I think that's a mishap in game design. Well, you nailed it, Ryan. That's exactly, it's a mishap. It's, and that, it's all trial and error for the most part, and that's probably the most annoying part of the game. But I've already said that about five times this episode, so I'll stop. All right, so feedback on Facebook. We've got Jay Jorgensen, who says, probably the best game from a sequel that never existed, or something. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Gordon Hickman says, I love the original Goonies arcade game. For some reason, they never released it on the NES in the U.S. When this this game came out, I had to play it. This game is definitely a gem. Okay. Cool it there, Gordon. <laughs> definitely uh, best he's, game. He's related to some other hoser. I know. Yeah. So. Definitely best game adaptation of a sequel that doesn't exist, hands down. <laughs> oh. And then Aaron says, agreed, I have vague memories of us playing the original at a corn at a corner store. Nowadays people can make repros and he um, left a link to buy the original game. Anyway, uh, Anthony Pig says a fantastic game, but it suffers from the dreaded "Where do I go next? What do I do to advance?" cryptic nonsense. 
Uh, Aaron Thompson says, I remember playing it as a kid and having no idea what I was supposed to be doing. Tried playing it again a few years ago and had the same problem. The gameplay is pretty slick, but it's next to impossible to play without a walkthrough. That's pretty much true. And Jesse Benson says, I absolutely love the movie and enjoy the game too. And Nick DeMarco says, Ow, what do you do? There you go. What do you do? What do you gotta do? All right. Do we have any other feedback from any other? We do. We've got a voicemail. And I guess it's been a while since I checked our iTunes review. We've got three iTunes reviews. Oh, how exciting. So we, can, we can do some horn tooting, okay? Yeah. If you if you want to indulge ourselves. Uh, Man of Stew gives us a five-star rating. Uh, back in May, he says, great job. It's time to go back to the, just discovered your show and I love it. Can't get enough 8-bit talk. I genuinely enjoy playing NES games in 2020 better than any other system. Hope you do Back to the Future soon. It's my favorite game that, and that I can always go back to. You've probably never heard anyone say that about an LJN game. No. I honestly don't think I can have. <laughs> uh, he says, I have the highest score ever recorded. World record, two, 294,740 points. Beware of the bees. Wow. Man of Stew. Uh, we may have to get you to come on that show. Because Absolutely. I will, I will definitely be the opposite opinion of you. And I'm sure Justin probably will be too. So <laughs> we, It'd be nice to have somebody come on that actually likes that game. So. Um, yeah, reach out to us. You can, you can, you can email me, michael at bitbrosnetwork.com. Michael at bitbrosnetwork.com. Yeah, I think that's what it is. If not, then, uh, sorry to who, whatever other Michael has got that email. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I keep getting uh, these emails about video games? Who's this man of stew? He keeps emailing me, asking <laughs> me to come on the show for Back to the Future. What show? <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure that's I'm pretty sure that's my email, Michael at bitbrosnetwork.com. Don't spam me, please. All right, uh, we also got another five star review back in May from Fipolito Nine. Says I love the show. The David Crane Boy in a Blob episode slash interview was amazing. Well, we peaked early on that. Yeah, we did. <laughs> that, was a, that was a long time ago, and that was probably our best. Yeah, we've not had anything. It can't even come close since, except for maybe the paid-for Tom Arnold's <laughs> announcement. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, anyways, moving on. Uh, Yagel Bagel gives us five stars. It says, I've just started watching, and it's already. I've been watching this podcast for about two weeks, and it's amazing. Even the oldest episodes shine bright. Uh, some would argue those shine the brightest. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been all downhill right. for a long time. Uh, and if you if he's been listening for two weeks back in June six, he's probably really disappointed because I think that was like the end of the podcast for a long time. <laughs> he's, I've been listening for two weeks and I'm done. Never listening again. That was it. Yep. All right. Anyways, thank thank you guys for those. Those actually do. I think they still help. I don't know if yeah. they help or not, but I, I'm definitely like. Oh, they help my self esteem. Yeah. Hey, and that goes a long ways. That's right. All right, let's do this voicemail, and then we can start wrapping it up. What's up, dudes? JZNES back again. Going to talk about the Gruden 2. Going to make these thoughts quick, because 
I already gave you a big Ken Bone Super Bowl review. But yeah, I think it's a cool game. Uh, Konami, uh, awesome. Great company for the NES there. Um, it's cool how it's like a, a mix between 2D and then like, uh, you know, you have your like point click almost elements, which is pretty cool. Um, in like the 3D kind of sections. And then, uh, it's a, it's, it's interesting because there's a lot of like puzzle elements to it too. You're kind of like, Going, you know, there's puzzles and stuff where you're going around, you have to like bring certain items someplace to do a certain thing and that kind of stuff, break certain walls down and whatnot. Uh, I remember Konami Man being in there, which is like the ill fated uh, Konami mascot. I remember you can punch him and then he won't help you for the rest of the game or whatever, which is pretty funny. Um, the movie's pretty pretty good. I haven't seen it in a, in a hot minute, but it's one of those uh, Blu rays that I got uh, that I want to watch again at some point. But, uh, yeah, the music was good, I remember. The whole game is just a pretty good game, I, I would say, overall. And it, it's pretty cheap, too, if, if I remember correctly. So I would say it's probably worth it. But uh, I don't know what else to really say about it. So JZNES, and keep it classic. And I'll see you guys in the next one, JZ. Thank you, uh-huh. JZ. Always appreciated. Uh, I realized something as I'm looking at their iTunes, like... Apple Podcasts account or whatever where we got our reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, our so our um, we got our logo. We got the name of our podcast, which is Two Dudes in an S, a Nintendo podcast. I did that to try to get people who search for Nintendo or whatever to pull up our show. But then we have our little spiel that we give people down at the bottom, mm-hmm. and I really wanted people to think that we were funny because listen to this. Okay, you ready? Let's see if anything sticks out to you. Do you like retro gaming? Do you like the Nintendo Entertainment System, a.k.a. the NES? Then you'll love our show. We talk game by game about the NES and try to sprinkle in some humor, history, collecting, and comedy throughout. Not only do we sprinkle in humor, but we also sprinkle in comedy. We are so funny. (laughs) (laughs) That's not actually part of it. That last sentence is not actually part of it. I just, for some reason, realized that I had put in humor and comedy. That means we're like one of the funniest podcasts right. out there. I'm pretty sure. That's right. You, you get more than just humor. You also get comedy. Right. <laughs> it's embarrassing. It's awesome. It's awesome. I'm just going to quit. I'm just going to quit now. Yeah. Not while we're ahead. Just now that we're down at the bottom. Yeah. We wait until we beat the dead horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess we can wrap this up now. Yeah, let's wrap, let's wrap it up. So thanks for joining us. We'll try to do another podcast in the next six months. Um, <laughs> but no, seriously, I think we'll get back on track here. We had yeah, we stuff will. I think we, that we had to get through, and and uh, I think now uh, we've got a schedule kind of sorted out, so we should be releasing content more frequently uh, again. Can't wait to, to record another Big Brothers episode because we got to talk about Tudor's Biscuit World some more. Because now uh, I've got one opening up. Now you've like got one. Shoot. I'm going to five miles away now. from here. So we've got to talk about that. So look for that to be coming if you're really into breakfast food. Um, as most are, I assume. Um, mm-hmm. I eat it almost every day. But anyway, find us on Bit Brothers, uh, <laughs> um, Bit Brothers Retro Gaming Community on Facebook. That's really probably the best place to get any new content, comment. And just hang out and, and communicate with other members of yeah, that. Answer community. the 
let me just say, answer the questions, please, because I really, whenever I go to let people in, I don't let them in if they don't answer the questions. So at least answer something. Because yeah. uh, the way Facebook works with those groups, if anybody's an admin of a group, basically you can filter out people who don't answer questions and then go to automatically just say, don't let anybody in who doesn't answer the questions. Mm-hmm. So just answer something. But, and I want, or that way I'll at least see you yeah. and know that you heard the podcast. So do that. And then you can email us or call us and leave a voicemail. And that number is? Uh, the number is 775-7-RETRO-1, uh, which is 775-773-8761. And, yeah, they could probably email us. Um, yeah, I think so. Give me uh, two seconds, and I'll tell you the email. I'm just, we've never done that. We've never said that on the show. I know, before. but we keep, we keep <laughs> but, saying Ryan Ballard emails us. He does. And I don't know how other people. I, I think he asked for the email. The email address. Yeah. Hold on. I'll find it. It's something at bitbrosnetwork.com. I think it's probably two dudes, but it may be NES dudes. Um, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm making I'm making noise. Wait, wait, that, I wish uh, I could pull up another Rotten Tomatoes score. You guess go, ahead, go, ahead, uh, pull, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, pull this. one up. I'll do that just only because I'm taking so long to find this email. All right, what do you think the score for Rudy is? Oh, 94. Okay, critics 78. Which is insane to me. But the audience was 90. All right. Still within yeah. five. Okay. It is, the email is two dudes with the, the number two. So two dudes at bitbrosnetwork.com. Sweet. Yep. So you can send it to two dudes at bitbrosnetwork.com. So send us an email you like there. Also, if you really want to, you can send your junk mail to gems at bitbrosnetwork.com. Yeah. And if you're like filling out anything out there in the community, like and you don't want to put your real email, just put that one. Put, yeah, put put gems at bitbrosnetwork.com. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're if you're signing up for like you're going to buy a car, and they they're going to email you about buying a car. You just go to gems at bitbrosnetwork.com. Right. Yeah, that'll go that'll go directly to Nick Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until next right. time. Yep. All right. See you guys. Bye bye.